Welcome to the Live Well, Perform Better podcast. My name is David Duggan and I'm the director of Below the Line, an Irish-based consultancy specialising in helping people, teams and organisations raise their levels of consciousness, inner potential and performance. I am part of a team made up of experts from the worlds of business, elite sport, adventure and health and well-being. We are coaches, mentors and advisors to some of the world's biggest companies and organisations, as well as smaller businesses, entrepreneurs and people looking to make their mark in the world. Our guiding mantra at Below the Line is live well, perform better. What does that mean, you might ask? Good question. Maybe the easiest way to describe it from our perspective is finding the formula that works for you when it comes to things like looking after your physical and mental health, running your business, developing your career, leading your people, or simply being able to show up as brilliantly as possible into your own life, both for yourself and those around you. That's why each week I sit down with a member of our team or an invited guest for a conversation that focuses on the question, what do the words live well, perform better mean to you? This question is a way into exploring with people from a range of different backgrounds, industries and disciplines. What are the practices, techniques, habits or ideas that they use to help them to show up and be at their best in all areas of their lives? Whether that's as CEOs, leaders or managers, or as parents, family members or friends. We keep it short and sweet so that you can extract all the good stuff and get on with the rest of your day and hopefully put some of our knowledge, experience and expertise into play for yourself. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by another very special guest, Pete Smith. Pete is the founder and CEO at Broadlake, a Dublin-based boutique venture capital company that takes a unique approach to investing in businesses in a wide range of industries. Pete was kind enough to sit down with me and offer his thoughts and perspectives on what living well and performing better means to him, and in doing so, revealed many of the guiding principles that underpin his approach to business, leading and managing people, and how to respond and evolve the changing times and circumstances. This is a must-listen for anyone interested in how to realise more potential in yourself, your business, or your organisation, and how and why this process always has to start with you first. You can subscribe at www.belowtheline.ie where you can stay up to date with our podcast as well as our exclusive online events and sessions including our Press Pause coaching community. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Before we start this week's episode, I'd like to take a minute to let you know about an event we are hosting on the 13th and 14th of October in the beautiful Brook Lodge Hotel and Spa in McCredden Village in County Wicklow. The Elemental Leadership Experience will be our first in-person event in over two years and we're really excited to be finally getting back into a room with people and hosting what will be a uniquely inspiring and exciting event. As we all know, the past few years have been a mixed experience for us all. For some, it has been about stress management, coping and survival, both personally and professionally, while for others, it has been a time for recovery, reflection and self-care. Either way, we all know and can see that yet again our world is changing and with it so must our mindset, our attitude and our energy which is why we're offering you the opportunity to recharge your leadership, rediscover your performance edge and re-inspire yourself to successfully meet the moment and challenge of right now. At the Elemental Leadership Experience you will be a participant in two days of inspiring sessions, workshops and talks facilitated by the Below the Line team of expert business and performance coaches all while enjoying wonderful accommodation and hospitality in a beautiful part of the world with a group of like-minded, success-orientated people. Places are limited, so if this sounds like something you want to be a part of, 
head over to www.belowtheline.ie for full details on how you can reserve your place. Thanks for listening. And now on with the show. First of all, Pete, thanks a million for making the time to do this. Um, and I'll kick in with the first question, which is, why do you do what you do? Yeah, well, I think, uh, Dave, I think I'm very lucky to be able to do what I do, right? And I had some good success early in my career that kind of gave me the freedom to be able to really look at myself in terms of what do I love doing? What am I good at doing? Um, and what are the things I'm bad at doing? And what do I need to stay away from, right? And thankfully, I have positioned myself in terms of my role, in terms of Broadlake, um, to play to my strengths, right? And that is really... Um, a journey of continuous learning for me personally, which I love. I love learning and exploring, but it's it's probably more importantly, it's helping others. So I would describe that's what I do in terms of the work we do with the businesses that we partner with in Broadlake and the work I do individually with the leaders and the leadership teams within those businesses. And it's very much um, kind of mentoring and coaching and, and, and helping people realize their potential, right? And I think what I've found is that you know, I used to think that, you know, I wanted to be the guy with the cup winning the medals and winning the games and getting the glory and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, and I look back now thinking, you know, at the time, maybe that was right. But now with mature reflection, I get a whole lot more enjoyment out of being able to see other people succeed and to be able to, you know, help them on their journey. And I think one of the things we try and do is, you know, in helping people um. You know, it's often inside people, you know, success is within the person. It's just how do you help that person release it? Um, and I think that's what we do. So in Broad Lake, we work with uh, we work with seven businesses. We work with great leaders. We work with great leadership teams um, who employ about three and a half thousand people. And those seven businesses range across different sectors. So they give lovely diversity and variety in opportunities and challenges and people. But where we put our emphasis is the one common denominator is they're great people. They're great people that are ambitious people and that we try and support them on their journey individually in terms of getting the best out of them, in terms of, you know, our, our purpose in Broadlake is, is realizing potential. And people would think, oh, that's realizing potential of business. And um, well, it's actually starting with the people. So if you realize the potential of individuals, each individual, um, then collectively, they will realize their potential and do it in a way that um, that they're happy and content. And and uh, so so it's very much people centered, uh, very much starts with people. Um, but yeah, so that's what uh, that's what I do and kind of, I guess, why, why I do it, but I'm lucky to do it. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, um, you know, I've been very lucky to be around you and your team over the last couple of years. But one of the things that has always struck me about you in particular, um, but Broadlake as a, as a business, you, you seem to thrive on exactly that, helping people realize their potential, but you seem to love the cut and thrust of, of business and, and building businesses and helping people to do that. Is that, am I on the right track there, would you say? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, uh, I think deep down we're kind of, there's, there's explorers in us, right? So um, there's kind of entrepreneurial blood um, and there's uh, there's a desire to explore and to look at doing things differently and to to being brave and uh, and to going after things and not being afraid. And when people say you can't, then we we automatically think we can. Right. And it's not that we go blindly 
after kind of growth and expansion and development. We do it in a very kind of sensible and planned way, but we, um, you know, we like to think of ourselves, we're based in Ireland. Our businesses are all Irish based, uh, headquartered, but our ambition is international and global, right? And that's, so we like to try and have a mindset that is an international and global mindset, but that we're bringing to the businesses. And, you know, one of the things that's really, really important for us is that um, we enjoy what we're doing, right? So if we don't have a buzz, if we're not energized, if we're not playing to our strengths, then, you know, why are we kind of doing it? And that's, you know, when you have that from the top, because it's our, our it's, our, it's a business that, you know, it's, we're not, at the behest of external investors. So it's it's our own money, it's our own businesses partnered with other people who have founded these businesses. So we're fairly tight. We can decide in our own destiny. And that gives us wonderful freedom. It gives us wonderful freedom to make long-term decisions, to, to, to take risks when we need to take risks, to not force things when 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 they shouldn't be forced. And um and yeah, and 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 the environment we 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 put a huge emphasis on having the right environment. We want places where people want to come and collaborate and work and have fun and be challenged and be supported. Um, so yeah, the buzz, the buzz that you see around the place is it's it's very important for us to maintain it. And anytime it gets a bit challenged, we ask ourselves, right, you know, what's happening to that kind of buzz? Do we need to change stuff or tweak stuff or evolve? And it's something we're not afraid of doing is is if something's not working, you know, we just we just evolve it. And that's um and that's that's growth and evolution and development. We never we never, you know, we never overthink it. We just say, right, for the next stage of growth, what do we need to change? What do we need to evolve? And we just evolve and change. And we don't have the burden of maybe thinking, should we have evolved it quicker or changed it quicker? We just get on and change it and have to have the freedom to do that. So it's wonderful. Yeah, there's a good, but there's a good buzz. And, and the good buzz comes from great people. And that's and that's the magic. You talk about in broad, like about it being a family. And I, I get that and I feel that and I sense that when I'm again, when I've been around you guys. But it, it's also something about the principles that you hold very dear within Broadlake and the various businesses. And I've always been struck by the one about when on top of your game, change your game, relating back to what you said there. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, how do you how does that find expression in, in, in your work within the in the various teams and the businesses that you're working with? Yeah, so I think I think the, the, the principles is kind of like kind of form the foundation of a kind of a common language and a common culture between us and the businesses, right? And just to give a little bit of context to the listeners on these, I came up with this um, idea on the back of reading a book by James Kerr called Legacy, which talked about the principles that the All Blacks had developed, and they had developed them as a group, and they had talked about all of the things they wanted to hold each other, they wanted to live by and hold each other accountable to. And, and and operate too. So it kind of became a common kind of language. So about four or five years ago now, I said, these are great. I said, I'm going to develop these. So I, I sat in my office and I developed these wonderful principles. And then it took me about a day or day and a half. And then it dawned on me, oh, Pete, the problem with these is, Pete, these are your principles. These are not the team's principles. So then I said, right, that was the wrong thing to do. Don't, don't get bothered about that, but let's get the top 30 people across all of those businesses in a room for a day so we could talk to, how do we want to operate? How do we want to? And, and most people look at the differences. So if you look at the, the difference of our portfolio, we have businesses that are, that, are, that are roasting coffee to providing nursing services, to making Invertex, to making, to making Inver systems 
or soap. So they're total diversity. And people go, what's in common? And it's people. We're all human, right? And that's what we have in common. So we got the people together and we came up with this list that we threw on a wall, big wall. And we had about 70 or 80 different things that we narrowed down into 15 things. And they have become our principles that we have lived to. And one of them, as you say, is when on top of your game, change your game. And there's lots of things that go behind that. But I would say probably the biggest thing, uh, the biggest fueler to that particular principle and to many of our principles um, is confidence. So what prohibits people from often evolving and changing is confidence. You know, is the confidence to, to go at something differently, to do something, to risk making a mistake, to risk changing something that's, that's worked for some time and um, to change it with something that is better fit for the next stage of development. And I'd often say to people, you know, I look at things as, as opportunities and not problems. So if things have to change, I say, listen, there's an opportunity for us to evolve this. It's really exciting to bring us to the next level, right? Uh, as opposed to that, we have a problem here now. For the next level, that's not going to be good enough. So the person is feeling it totally different in terms of, is it, is it an opportunity here, which I get excited about? Or is it a problem which I worry about? Well, have I been the creator of that problem? Should I have changed the problem? Is it my problem, et cetera, et cetera. So it's to build the confidence in people to actually be willing to explore doing things differently and be willing to have a safe space to make mistakes. And that's really important, you know. Um, you know, as they say, the person who doesn't make mistakes doesn't make anything. Right. And you need to have you need to be to try new things. You're willing to you need to be willing to make mistakes. And if they don't work, you just you know, we just leave them and say, ah, that didn't work. Let's try something different. Whereas some people get um, get get taken very personally when things don't work. And that just then limits their ability and their freedom to actually explore change and evolution, because, you know, um, you know, I'm always evolving as an individual and corporately as organization we're evolving. And that's the exciting bit. It's kind of growing and developing. And as I say to people at the uh, at the tender age of 47, I don't know what I'll be when I grow up. Right. But I know I have the freedom to continue to evolve, continue to explore. And uh, yeah, so it's 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 confidence to give people to look at doing things differently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, um, as I listen to you, I'm reflecting on the fact that, you know, you have often referred to, a you know, Broad Lake 2.0 or whatever, 3.0. And so there's you're putting a language around that and showing people, hey, this will change and we will change. And I think that's really powerful and, and important yeah. that that Broad Lake as the organization says, yeah, we, we will evolve um, and we'll be a different version in a couple of years time because that's just the way that's the way we approach our business. That's the way we approach life almost. And that's what we want for our people and our, our, our businesses. Yeah. And, and, and that as you, as you drive into Broad Lake, you will see that, right. There's a, there's a, there's a, a three on the wall that you will see in terms of, and, and that's to remind people that now we're kind of on version three. And even that, since that went on the wall a couple of years ago, we've scrapped that. So that worked for a period of time. Those versions worked for a period of time. And what I was trying to do with those versions was to get people aligned on the movement. So you move from version version one to version two. And in version two, it's different to version one. And in version three, it's different to version two. And they were when we had kind of, I guess, definitive turns in the road that 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 represented 
a change. Now we've pulled totally back from that, right? And what we've said is actually now we're just constantly evolving. So it's not like you wait, you know, like Microsoft, you wait two years for your next upgrade and everything changes in the upgrade and then nothing changes for two years. You say, no, 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 we're always evolving. And let's be free and let's, if people see a better way of doing things, let's empower people to not just think about better ways, um, but to actually go and implement better ways. So it's kind of a very kind of a, a, a free evolution um, but but having, you know, having the, the goals of the what we're trying to achieve clear um, and having a lot of the how we achieve that around principles and the tools we use um, clear. So it, uh, it gives people the freedom to to um, to actually constantly evolve, because, you know, if you think of us personally, you know, we don't decide that, listen, at the, you know, at the end of December, uh, uh, you know, 2022, a new version of Dave is going to be released. Yeah. Right. And everybody will see that on the 1st of January. Yeah. No, it's, that's not the way it works. Um, but, but like that worked for a while for us to get people aligned, but it doesn't work anymore. As you know, uh, the below the line strap line is, is live well, perform better. So I'd love to know, Pete, what does that mean to you or what's your interpretation of that little idea? Yeah, I, I, I think for me, what comes up when you say that, right, is that it starts with the person, right? And for me... I didn't fully appreciate this earlier in my career, but I do fully appreciate it now. And it's something that I very much lead by example, you know, and I think that is the key to leadership. You know, we can tell people what we think or this, that, and the other, but we're far better to, to show them. And, and, and you learn that at home and you learn that in business, you know, we have four young boys and, 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 and you just know that, 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 that setting the example, even by example makes it far greater impact than actually trying to tell people and maybe acting in a way that's that's contrary to what you're telling them right so so what it means for me is is little things like you know you gotta put yourself and um, you gotta put yourself first right so so it's like on the airplane where they say if there's a if there's a problem and the gas masks pop down you gotta put on your own gas mask first because if you don't put on your own first, you can't help the people to the left and to the right of you, et cetera, et cetera. And life is a little bit like that. And very often for people who are very committed and it's a, it's a wonderful trait to helping others and to doing others, sometimes they do that very much at the expense of themselves. And ultimately what happens is that is not sustainable, right? You know, that ends up people having, you know, people having health issues or stressed or, or, or not, 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 not getting the best out of themselves because they're giving it, giving it to everybody else. And you do got to put yourself first. So what does that mean for us? You know, I'll give an example. Um, the, the, the best example in Broadlake is we have a tool called the Realizer, right? And that's a tool that we use, that I use from the coaching side of things with our um, the people I coach to help them realize their potential, right? So if realizing potential is our goal, this tool is called the Realizer. And there's three elements to this. Right. There is um, a, uh, the first element is, is and it's deliberately in this triangle. The first element is a, is a section called my now and the MY stands for mind yourself now. Right. And that covers the spokes of a wellness wheel. It's physical, mental, emotional and social work balance, financial and peace of mind. The second section is their development, what they're learning and how they're they're, they're putting those learnings into practice. And the third element is their high five. That's what's their job spec. But most people in their job spec, it's too complicated. It's like, there's so many things. I'm like, how can you simplify it? As I say to people, if you can't tell me on one hand what you kind of do, 
if you're going to second hand or certainly if you're going to use your toes to count, you're trying to do too much, right? But the order, if you think of traditional management and leadership, what people do is they focus a lot on that what. What are you doing? So when I do sessions with, with leaders, we start with my now. How are you doing? Right. So how are you doing as an individual? And I can tell you that by the time you get through that and talk through all of these things, you know exactly how those five areas of their job are going. But you're not coming at it the, the, the indirect way you're coming at it direct because you're focusing on the individual folks on how are you doing? And if, if, you know, if you have the skill and the will and the ambition, Dave, to do the job, right. That you're in then And we've, we've, we've established all of that. Then the key thing for us is to make sure that we're supporting you and you're in a, in a good place um, to, to, to be able to perform. So it leads to wonderful conversations. We have another principle that is know yourself to know each other. <clears throat> and what it does is these conversations get people to really know each other, what's going on in their world. And that builds connection and that builds, you know, an environment of care where we care for our people. Right. So so that doesn't just say to someone, put yourself first, Dave. It says, put yourself first and we're going to have a conversation with you to, to try and help you do that. And that's where a lot of it breaks down. As people say, oh, Dave, now put yourself first. Now let's get on to what you're doing now, Dave. And, you know, people say, you know, the start of a meeting. So how are you doing? And Dave says, ah, yeah, no, I'm doing grand. You know, and, and Dave says, how is Pete? How are you doing? I'm doing grand. And when I dig below grand or when I dig below good or when I dig below great, there's all sorts of different things that go on in everybody's world. My world, your world, and it changes month to month. And it's beneficial when your leader and your manager knows a little bit about what's going on in your world because the world isn't perfect and utopian. And, uh, and that's what you're bringing. And that's what we love is people are bringing their individuals and themselves to work. Um, so unless we actually understand that, we won't be able to we won't be able to help them get the best out of themselves. And um, so for me, that um, that strap line, live well, perform better, is 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 it resonates for us a lot. It's the put, 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 don't just don't just ask people to put themselves first, help people to put themselves first. Because very often, if we know what's going on in people's worlds, we can know when things come out of sync. And then by them knowing, then they don't have the guilt of knowing that, listen, somebody's sick in their family. They have to spend a bit of time at this or they've been struggling to get time to go to the gym because they've been busy on those projects. And there have been times where we'll say to people, listen, no, stop. Listen, schedule that. And that becomes your most important hour of the week uh, or two hours or three hours or whatever your sessions in terms of gym or exercise or whatever. And it has to happen. And that's what I do. You know, I, 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 I'm very disciplined around certain habits and um, and they help me. But it, if I didn't put myself, anytime I come away from putting myself first, I suffer. And in the past, I put myself last. So I'm a kind of a reformed, but I did put myself last and it, and it, and it had its toll on, on, on health and stress and all of those kind of things. So I think it's, I think it's, um, it's something that people themselves, um, need to get comfortable with but to help people really organizationals need to get comfortable with so unless your leaders and your manager and your culture is supports that um 
you know, it's it's very, very difficult. And there's the wonderful opportunity. Is that a problem? No. Is it an opportunity? Absolutely. But it's an opportunity for leaders and organizations to, to think a little harder on how much time and effort and support they actually truly put into this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's listening to you talk there, if you link it back to what you were saying about realizing potential, you know, you're you're not just talking about it from a business point point. I know that's important, obviously, to you and all the business that you're involved with. But you are trying to say to people, you know, you're not we're all not winning here unless you're re- realizing more of your own potential. And that does involve putting yourself first and putting that bit of work, time, effort into that, because, you know, the the the, the knock on impact is is obviously going to be improved business performance, better outcomes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like like, listen, we're we're very focused on on growth and realizing potential, right? And and we've got big, big ambitions, right? But we're also very focused on the legacy we're building and we want to kind of leave behind, right? And, you know, we, our growth is only, and you can say this when it's your, 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 your own business, you can, you know, it's impactful growth. So we will only work with businesses that one in terms of what we think they're doing has a, has a positive impact, but also more importantly, the how we're doing it, that it's positively impactful. And you might say, well, Pete, what does positive impact mean? You know, there's a lot of people talking about this. And for us, it centers around, you know, the, the need that we want to have positive impact. And that's a capital H-A-V-E. And that stands for happiness, accessibility and inclusion. We want to be a valued member of the community. It's really important to us, right? And we want to promote the right E environmental choices. Right. So talk about happiness. There's no point in us saying we have businesses that are going to make the world better and reduce its carbon footprint and and make everybody live longer and work. Your work life is misery. I'm thinking, why would we do that? So it all starts with happiness. If we can't and happiness is not a utopian. We're always happy, but we want to create environments that that that, and we want to have uh, a culture of one that really, really puts that at the top of the list. We want to have happy people at work. And if happiness is changing, then we need to then we need to change the way we're doing things. Right. So so that's what, you know, I'm just off two coaching sessions this morning and I'm buzzing because I can see the development in these people. And I play a little part in that. And there's lots of people in the organization in Broad Lake and within the businesses that play parts in that. And below the line in terms of from its coaching support. And it's and it's and it's 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 just wonderful. That gives me a kick. I don't get that same kick when I look at an Excel spreadsheet at the end of the month that tells me, you know, something's up 5%, 10%. That's not. So we, we kind of focus on like Excel is outputs. We get all our um, pleasure and desire and likes from seeing inputs. So we know with the growth and development of these people, they're going to they're gonna be able to achieve wonderful things. And they're going to they're gonna be happy with their growth and development. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very much input focused in terms of, in terms of, in terms of what we do. You mentioned earlier, you're, you're reformed in the sense of putting your own mask on first. I'd love to know, uh, and you've touched on some of this already, um, but just the practices, the habits, the behaviors, the stuff that you do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that just help you um, to show up and, and do what you do. Yeah. So, 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 I, you know, I, 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 I use the, 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 the realizer product that we've developed on myself. And all that is, it's, 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 it's just a simple way of checking in 
to make sure that, that, that I'm kind of, and it's like we describe the spokes of the mine out wheel as being like spokes of a bicycle, right? So if a spoke comes a little bit out uh, of kilter, you know, you can maybe still cycle, but it's not as comfortable, but you need to get the spoke fixed. If two or three spokes come out at once, the wheel might start to struggle to turn, right? So it's not about them all being perfect all of the time. Um, but I kind of use them as a way of just of just staying kind of in sync, right? And what do you talk about um, habits and, 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 and the likes? And, and sometimes, sometimes habits can be things that people can perceive as negative things. So I'm kicking a bad habit. So is it a habit or is it a ritual? Right. And a ritual can sometimes be considered a kind of a, almost a sacred great thing to be doing. Right. So. So. But what are what are well, if you were to call them rituals uh, or routines, what would they be? Right. Um, and I um I would say that there's certain things I have I have I have grown to accept who I am and I have grown to accept that I have I have some some great strengths and I have some great weaknesses. And I've grown to accept that I enjoy putting my time and effort and energy into my strengths and trying to get other people to cover me in my weaknesses. So if I was in a in a sports team, I would be in a position um, that, that, that is clear, but it's not trying to cover all positions, right? And that took a huge, even that getting to there took a huge amount of, because very often in the past, I was trying to work on my weaknesses all the time to get them good. And I kind of figured out, hang on a second, if... if you know, if I get them good, then I won't be I won't be getting my strengths to where I could be potentially world class, right? So so there's there's one accepting that, and then it's a case of right focusing on myself. So I focus on uh, routines. These routines or rituals help me. So one of them is gym four times a week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, I get up and go to the gym. Half seven to half eight, we have a gym in Broad Lake. I go to the gym, right? And I don't think about going to the gym. I just go to the gym. Right. And I don't have to, to wake up and go, oh, it's a bad night's sleep or, you know, or, oh, listen, will I go today? Or do you know what? I might go at lunchtime. Right. Somebody said to me in a coaching session earlier today, they said, try, I'll try and do this. I said, well, what, is, what does that mean? Like the word try is all it's doing is deferring the decision. So I said, I've made the decision. I'm doing that. And I do that. So that gets me up. It gets me to the gym. Um, I try and be pretty good around what I eat. And uh, I try and be good around what I drink, right? And um, and I try and be good around keeping blocks of the week free. So I used to be a, a I used to be a weekend worker. I'm no longer a weekend worker. You know, I grew up. My dad had a shop and a coal business, and we were always working kids. And my dad worked every day of the year, right? He used to actually. It was funny. He used to always on Christmas Day, the only day the shop was closed, he would always wake up on Christmas morning and say, I left something in the shop. I need to just go over. And he'd go over and he'd pull up the shutter and he'd go in. And I don't think he ever left anything at all. I think it was just that he was so used to every day of the year going to the shop that that was just what he did. Right. So, uh, you know. Uh, I learned a phenomenal amount. He passed away six years ago, but I I learned a phenomenal amount from him in terms of just hard work and entrepreneur spirit and all that kind of stuff. But what it did was it kind of created this kind of work ethic that kind of got me to a point, but I had to reframe it to get me to where I am today. So I had to be comfortable not working weekends. I had to be comfortable getting home, you know, to see kids in the evening 
I had to be comfortable taking time off uh, in the week to coach kids in their sport. So now I've become far more focused on uh, impact rather than time. I kind of said my dad made it made made a lot of his, you know, he worked hard. He he used his hands. You know, it was hard work to to make his money. And he was very bright, but a lot of that was hard. And I said, listen, I'd love to be able to do that with my head over yes. my hands, so it had less of an impact because I saw the impact it had on him. And so now I try and do that, but I try and focus on 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 quality over quantity. So I try and focus on the impact of my time over the quantity of my time. And that has just made me more impactful. It has made me more focused on when I where I am putting my time and where I'm not putting my time. And it's an ability to never be afraid to change. So so, so I'm always saying, like, if, if I used my time last year, I allocated it into these areas, I'd always question myself and say, now, is that still having the impact? Or do I need to be doing that? Or should somebody else be doing that? Or, and to, 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 to move out of things. And I think it, it, that has led me to create more space as we grow and develop because other people can step into space, you know? So it's, so it's constantly looking at impact Constantly looking at people think people in our world look at return on investment, ROI. We look at ROT, ROT, return on time, because that's our scarcest resource. And now more recently, I've started looking at ROS, return on stress. So where, because like, you know, as you're looking to do all these things, there's levels of stress you want and, 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 and pushing yourself outside the comfort zone always creates discomfort. But the question is, where do you, where's the best impact of that? Um, so that so yeah, so it's it's there 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 are a couple of the couple of the areas that kind of keep me on keep me on the straight and narrow, and, and make sure I continue to enjoy it because for me that's sustainability. If I don't enjoy this, um, you know, I'll just you know I just won't want to do it, or it certainly won't get the best out of me. What do you see? As some have been the key performance or business challenges that you think people are facing right now and maybe to expand that out as you know as i'm talking to you and um, we're, we're we're still in the summer months and we're entering into the winter and there's all sorts of talk about you know recessions and and rising costs and all that type of stuff but what's your take on that and what's where's your mindset at when when it comes to stuff like that yeah at, 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 a, at a high level there's um you know there's there's things that are here in the moment and you got to, you got to ask yourself the question around responding to things that are here in the moment. And then it's about what are the things that are here in the moment telling us about the longer term changes. Right. And I think, um, I think as I look at the world today, there's, there's, there's lots of, um, there's lots of challenges out there that face us. Right. But, you know, when we put them in the context of generations that have gone before us um, and where we are located and, and where we are living in this, that and the other, there are challenges that we need to keep in mind the context of those relative to maybe what's going on in the Ukraine at the minute or what's gone on and uh, what goes on in, in, in Africa and what's gone on around the world. So so I think with that in mind, I think what's really, really important and none of this will be hugely unique to the listeners, right? But some of the things that I have found is some of the most important things that have dawned on me have not been when they've dawned on me for the first time, 
but maybe when they I've heard them three or four times and then they've actually registered with me, <laughs> right? Uh, so 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 I think when you look at, at people and you look at you know people are talking about the challenges of blended working and working from home and hybrid and and all the challenges and tight labor markets yet despite the fact that you know there's a recession pending and there's war and inflation and supply chain issues and all of these fairly dark clouds. How I look at them is to say, listen, anytime there's change, there's opportunity if one responds and evolves. So at a high level, how would I read it? I would I would think that now um, individuals want to work, to feel like they have a, an individual purpose. Right. And that's hard to do if you're not in a team that has a purpose. And if that team is not in an organization that has a purpose. So I think purpose is really, really important. It doesn't have to be something that you bring in McKinsey to find out this world breaking purpose or, you know, this, that, you know, it can be anything, you know, you know, it could be the coffee shop on the corner going, we are going to be the friendliest coffee shop in South Dublin because our customers have been through a lot over the last two years and we value friendship and we value so when we're we're all about friendly right and they, their coffee might be as good as one down the road but they're friendlier right so whatever their purpose is because that'll have the you know they want to make people happy or whatever whatever so so organizational purpose and individual purpose within the context of that and making sure that that, that people are getting to express themselves in that way is really really important so that that i i just think i just think that is going to be so so important and i think you know i think if we look to recent years i think what um what covid has taught us and what this um the challenges have taught us of the last few years is that companies are now they've been found out a little right in terms of uh, and i'm not blaming companies because you know it's 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 that maybe there hasn't been the right forces forcing people to change, right? But I think now people need to be look at look at you know what they're doing for their people as opposed to what they're giving to their people, right? And the distinction I would give there is that you know in the past we're given free this and we're given that and we're given that and you know we have all this and we have all that and you get this and you get that, and that's fine. Right. But now people are thinking about, right, you know, do they care about us? Like, do they fundamentally care about us? I mean, you're giving us all this stuff. Yeah. But that's just because maybe we're adding to the bottom line. And if they want more of us, they'll recruit more of us. And if they want less of us, they'll fire us. And But do they actually put us individuals and 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 our purpose and their purpose and and do they actually put the level of importance on us? And I think when all of this, because people have had to you know have a little recheck on things with COVID, it's made people reflect on what they're doing, what they're not doing, what they want to be doing, how they want to be living. And and I still think we haven't fallen into the right equilibrium yet. Right. And I, I have no doubt it would be better than where we entered COVID coming out. Right. But I don't think it's yet established. But I think it'll be where, you know, you, you have this purpose and you have this level of care that people have about their people. That's that's on another level. And, you know, we start, you know, 
you know, we like we love our people. And people say, Jesus, right? That that word now, you don't use that word in work. We love our people. And 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 they are the things like as I say, I'm coming off these two coaching sessions, I have a couple of coaching sessions after this. But I love them because you're working with them and, and 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 you're helping them and you can see the impact. So but it starts with the person. We're trying to help the person get the best out of them. And and uh, so so I think it's 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 gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be the future is gonna be where you can um where you can make it very much employee centered, right? Um and I think that will enable us because control the controllables, right? Um and and that will enable us. To put people in a position that they can deal with the challenges that are thrown, right? You know, you know, one of the things that popped up, you know, um, the other day for me was, is this, um, is this ser- serenity prayer, right? And again, I would describe myself as, listen, I have strong faith. I'm not going to mass too much, but I have strong faith, um, and I do pray and this that, you know. But like the simplicity, whether you're religious or non-religious, just the concept. So it's God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom, most importantly, to know the difference, right? And stuff like that, that is, you know, that is that is going to be so key because if you're supporting people and you're helping them, then you will help them deal with what's around the corner. Is that, is that, you know, could that be another COVID? Could it be another war? Could it be another whatever? And if people are in, in organizations that really care for them, you know, they're the, they're, 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 they gotta be. And, and organizations that have purpose and organizations that have impact, surely that's, surely that's where, where the world is gonna wanna be. And I think every organization out there today can be these organizations. And that's what we're trying to be. We're trying hard. You know, is there is there lots of opportunity to be better? Absolutely. Are we running hard and trying to be better? Absolutely. Um, when the opportunity disappears is when I get worried. So if I can't see opportunity, that's when I actually get worried. Um, but I think that's the that's the key. So so making sure people people are cared for and 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 people feel like they're 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 they've got a kind of a, a sense of purpose and a sense of value. I think that's just so so important. Fantastic. Um, I have two more quick questions for you, um, and I might combine them in one. So um, what's the first of all, first part, what's the one piece of advice you would give to anyone looking to live well and perform better? And secondly, who are the the people uh, that you look to for inspiration in that in that space as well? OK, so so the first part of that, I would say I would say there's. Um, that, you know, we to become aware of what that that means to you individually so that live well person requires a, a level of self uh, reflection right i find that's easier to do with somebody right so i would say if you can get a coach or get coaches so i have coaches i'm blessed that there's a number of people that i kind of draw on and they don't have to necessarily be you know depending on your circumstances um, these could be, these could be, you know, they could be a, a friend. They could be somebody you respect. They could be somebody who, 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 who you look up to. They could be anybody, right? Because, but it's to try and help you say, listen, this is what I kind of want to do. Any ideas, right? 
Um, so I would certainly and 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 coaches don't have to be for life. Like you don't have to have one of them, and they can help you on different stages and different bits and pieces. But it's 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 to start to have somebody that helps you explore what that means for you and what you need to change. But it's also to have somebody that in your corner that cares about you that might hold you accountable. And that every so often might give you a little nudge because all of us need a little nudge every every now and then to, you know, to stay. Because, you know, it's one thing being aware, but it's another thing being conscious and then getting that conscious to subconscious. So I have no awareness around the gym. I just subconsciously do that. I get up, the alarm clock goes and I get up and I put on my runners and I go to the gym. I don't think about anything. I just do that. Um, so I would say, I would say uh, that's important. I would say then to the second part of your question, who are the people? So I, um, um, I, because I like to learn, right. I tend to read a lot and I tend to listen a lot. Right. Now I'm actually a, I'm actually a really slow reader. Right. So that kind of frustrates me. So when audible, came out it was like a dream to me so i could actually listen to books right and so what i tend to do is i tend to listen to books i tend to listen to some podcasts uh explore figure out what i like and the nature of what i what i look at uh, listen to and read kind of can vary over time but and and the great thing about things like uh, whether it be podcasts or whether it even be Blinkist. So Blinkist is the is the is the subscription that summarizes books into fifteen or twenty minutes. So if you if you don't feel like you have time to for full books and da da da, um. So I would just be it's it's more who I would I would just I would just be open to try in different forms. There's so much at our disposal now. And sometimes the insights that I get and the, 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 the knowledge that leads to a little bit of wisdom comes from joining up different dots. So it might be something today, if you said today, with something that I heard in a podcast tomorrow, and then I read a piece, something in the paper the next day, and I might join those dots up and say, Jesus, for me, that means X. Oh. But I think it's the it's the openness and it's just the, you know, start exploring and don't be afraid of it, but but do it in a way that, like, you know, you can be, dream big, like you can be whatever you want to be. And I'm a big believer in that. And that's something I would promote with the kids. Do not let anyone stand in the way of your dreams, right? And if you want to, if you want to achieve anything, you can. And that just, and then just go at it and start exploring, you know? Um, so, you know, there's lots of people's fingertips. You don't have to say, oh, I, I didn't have time to get the coach. No, get a podcast, figure out what you want to, you know, and just go on, go online and figure out a podcast that's talking about this stuff. And and then one podcast will lead you to another podcast and da, da, da. And that was why, to be honest, I set up, and podcasts are great. And, and, and I set up, I have a podcast, Potential Squared, and I set that up to try and share insights from high performing people irish people at home and abroad and and i love it when you go and you do this with people and you have chats and you explore what they're thinking you go oh that was a great idea i might try that or you know oh he said that and they're doing that and we're doing that too okay that's that builds my confidence somebody else is doing the same as i'm doing and it's just never never stop uh, it's like that it's like that little slogan underneath the the north face logo never stop exploring you know, and, and it's to have the freedom to, to, to and the courage to kind of do that.
Brilliant, brilliant. Well, that's a perfect place to end the conversation. So, Pete, thanks very, very much for giving me your time um, and just being so um, informative and inspiring and uh, just full of wisdom. I think there's loads of this for anyone listening to this conversation. So thanks very, very much. I really appreciate it. Wonderful. Pleasure. Pleasure. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this week's conversation. We hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard and you want to stay in touch with us, then please head over to www.belowtheline.ie to subscribe to our mailing list and to explore our upcoming programs and events, including our Elemental Leadership Experience coming up on the 13th and 14th of October. Until then, take care and see you next time.